Stickered Up, the official podcast of the Cars Tour is on the air. Presented by Perrier Tank Lines, the Cars Tour, the premier late model stock series, short track racing at its very best. Stickered Up will feature A-list guests, the hottest topics, race previews, recaps, the good, the bad, and the ugly. It happens on the Cars Tour. Stickered Up is chewing on it. Here's your host, Stephen Dunn. Happy Race Week, everyone. Stephen Dunn, Stickered Up Podcast, the official podcast of the Solid Rock Carriers Cars Tour. And we've got a condensed week here where we raced at Caraway Speedway, the Firecracker 265, last Wednesday night, uh, Wednesday night show. Grandstands were packed. They put on two great races. Uh, first, the uh, Pro Late Models took the green flag, and Caden Quapple was your winner of the 100-lap feature. Katie Hedinger was second. Tate Fogelman in his... Uh, Cars Tour Pro debut. He finished third. Cole Butcher was fourth. Justin Hicks was fifth. Connor Zillich sixth. Dawson Sutton was seventh. Tristan McKee was eighth. Ashton Higgins ninth. Logan Clark round out the top ten. Seventeen pro late models took the green flag. Um, it wasn't really that big of an eventful night. Caden Quapple actually led 97 of the 100 laps. Connor Zilich led the other three laps, um, and, and Zilich led from the pole. He led the first three laps, and then Caden Quapple took control on lap four and took the checkered flag, his first win of 2023 on the pro late model side for the Cars Tour. Those guys will be in action on Friday, on Saturday night. They'll visit Wake County Speedway, new asphalt at Wake County Speedway for the running of the GSX Raps 100. We will preview that race in the final segment of Stickered Up. But taking a quick look at the point standings heading into this weekend's festivities at Wake County Speedway, Katie Hedinger holds a nine-point lead over Caden Quapple. Tristan McKee's in third. He's 43 markers back. Ashton Higgins, 46 points back in fourth. Brett Suggs is fifth, six. 67 markers behind. Connor Zilich was sixth. Logan Jones, seventh. Austin McDaniels is eighth. Mike Hopkins, ninth. And Kyle Campbell round out the top 10. Well, kind of a. <laughs> It was an eventful night at Caraway when the late model stock cars took to the uh, took to the racetrack and uh, a lot of fanfare, a lot of hype on this event. Kyle Larson, the Cup Series uh, champion, he was making his cars tour debut in a junior motorsports car. Also had Lane Riggs piloting a Kevin Harvick uh, entry. Jeremy Mayfield was in the field and 125 laps when the dust settled. It appeared that Lane Riggs was going to be the winner of the 125-lap feature, but technical inspection post-race, Lane Riggs was disqualified on Thursday afternoon and gave the winner to Jared Fryer, Jared's first win in Cars Tour competition here in 2023. Mason Diaz with a second-place finish. Carson Quapple third. Caden Honeycutt was fourth. Bobby McCarty fifth. Brendan Queen sixth. Kyle Larson finished seventh. Cameron Bolin, his best run of the year, he finished finished eighth. Minnie Tyrell was ninth and Andrew Grady with his best run of 2023. He rounded out the top 10. 31 cars took the green flag. And again, uh, the first time that we've seen a disqualification in several years, uh, Lane Riggs, it was actually a sway bar that was deemed um, out of tolerance. And so the 62 uh, owned by Kevin Harvick, who also owns part owner of the Cars Tour. That car was disqualified. Jared Fryer, who will be our guest in segment two, declared the winner. Taking a quick look at the points after 
festivities at Caraway. Carson Quapple, he holds a 19-point lead over Brendan Queen. Those two have kind of stretched out a little bit. Connor Hall is third, didn't have the greatest night at Caraway. He's 36 markers back. And then it's a long way back to fourth place, Caden Honeycutt, who's 78 markers back. Chad McCombie's fifth. Ryan Millington, sixth. Bobby McCarty, seventh. Mason Diaz, eighth. Jacob Hefner, ninth. Brandon Pierce round out the top ten. Late model stock cars will take a few weeks off. Uh, they're in what we call triple crown season here uh, in the summer months of July. They won't hit the racetrack again until the end of July at the throwback uh, event at Hickory Motor Speedway. Uh just to kind of recap, too, we said Triple Crown. The first leg of the Triple Crown was this past weekend at South Boston Speedway, and the Cars Tour was represented at a very high level. Brendan Butter being queen, sat on the pole, led a bunch of laps. Carson Quapple actually was declared the winner, but then he was disqualified. Uh, Tuesday afternoon, uh, South Boston came out, uh, or actually Monday afternoon, South Boston came out that he had been disqualified for a left front uh, shock infraction. So the eight was disqualified, which gave the win to another cars tour driver, Mr. Bobby McCarty. So Bobby actually wins the uh, 200 lapper at South Boston. We'll go into Langley Speedway on July 22nd as the leader of the Triple Crown points. Again, Brendan Queen had a great run. He actually finished second. Um, Landon Huffman had a great run. Uh, he was he was finished third in the running order, but he was also DQ'd, uh, but they are appealing that. Uh, had a great run with Nelson Motorsports, but those Cars Tour guys uh, really proved that the Cars Tour is the best race car drivers in the country this past weekend, not just at Caraway, but at South Boston Speedway. Brandon Willard has the caution flag out on this segment of Stickered Up. We'll take this opportunity. Come down pit road, sticker up, and we can turn. We'll talk to the most recent winner on the late mile stock car side, Jared Fryer. You're listening to the Stickered Up Podcast. Stickered Up, official podcast of the Cars Tour. Tank Lines, a trucking company run by drivers for drivers. For over three generations, Purrier has been leading in driver happiness, client satisfaction, and safety. They love trucking, family, and racing. As a Purrier driver, you'll earn up to $100,000 per year plus exceptional benefits, including exclusive access to Purrier racing events. Enjoy flexible scheduling, career path opportunities, zero split seating, and much more. Visit drivepurrier.com to learn more. For laser cutting and CNC bending. GeoCut for media blasting and surface conditioning. GeoCut, South Boston, Virginia for powder coating. GeoCut, on-demand laser cut parts. Just go to geocutfabrication.com. Upload your part drawing. Select the material and quantity and then see your instant quote immediately with the option to order right then and there. 434-201-4824. GeoCutfabrication.com. 611 Railroad Avenue, South Boston, Virginia. One part or one million parts. GeoCut has you covered. GXS Wraps is your one stop for all your vehicle and motorsports graphics needs. Since 2018, GXS Wraps has offered turnkey solutions, including design, printing, and installation of premium final graphics for fleet vehicles, personal vehicles, and race cars. 100% of our services offered are completed at our 4,800-square-foot facility located in Apex, North Carolina. Check us out on the web, gxswraps.com, or give us a call, 919-213-0371, to get started on your next wrap. GXS Wraps, the official graphics partner of the Cars Tour and the Stickered Up Podcast. Hey, this is Jeremy Mayfield. I want to thank you for listening to the Stickered Up Podcast. 
Green flag back this edition of the Stickered Up Podcast, the official podcast with Solid Rock Carriers Cars Tour. Joining us via the GSX Raps Hotline, most recent winner, Cars Tour Late Model Stock Car Competition. He's Jared Fryer. Jared, welcome back to Stickered Up Podcast. Glad to be back on. Man, I know it. Uh, Caraway obviously was a place that you had circled on your calendar and 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 had a tremendous run, uh, but not how we typically you know celebrate victories. Uh, one of the very few occasions that um, the the win- car that was declared the winner started or finished first as far as cross the start finish line was disqualified and. You got you got the opportunity to to claim a win, uh, makes your second win at Caraway in as many races in the Cars Tour. Uh, man, I know I know you didn't get to celebrate and the excitement of of being in victory lane and taking pictures, but but all in all, still got to be really happy with the win on last Wednesday night. Yeah, for sure, man. Uh, yeah, it's definitely a different situation when you're in that that type of deal but uh still man it's awesome just to be able to run that good and compete for wins especially not racing as much as we do you know i think it makes it even better to kind of for us you know because i know some people think you gotta race a lot and i think there's some truth to that but also i think you gotta be smart about your racing deal and uh so to be able to go there and compete for a victory like that you know and have a shot at it's awesome so yeah we didn't start off first two races the cars tore through good but the last two has been really good so uh, just got to keep it up and keep working hard and making our cars good and fast. Well, Jared, the one thing, and I, and I mentioned it to you and, and doing a little research before the show today, uh, we've had two uh, winners disqualified from Cars Tour competition since since its inception. Uh, the other being, uh, I think it was in year two or year three uh, in the Tour's first trip up to Dominion Raceway uh, where Jeff Oakley got disqualified for um, – a motor violation and on that day you actually were the recipient of the win on that too so um if 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 my you know records are correct and everything lines up there's been two disqualifications and you've been the recipient of both wins it's kind of kind of unique company to be in right yeah yeah it's definitely unique i think some of my stats on the cars tour is kind of unique to be honest with you as far as starts and qualifying and finishes because I think there's, you know, like my qualifying stats don't look really well, but my finishing stats I feel like are pretty decent. So then, uh, then the DQ stats are adding up too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're talking with Jared Fryer here on the GSX Raps Hotline, stickered up. And Jared, one thing that that we talked about in segment one, obviously the late model stock cars on the cars tour side anyway. If uh, after Caraway, they take about a about a month break um, and allow you guys to compete. Uh, in the Virginia Triple Crown, which is the the NASCAR um, parlay, so to speak, of, of big time races, and you guys went to South Boston this past weekend, and um, you didn't have you you know, man, you talked about it. You didn't feel like you had a race winning car, but you felt like you had a competitive car, and then uh, kind of, in my opinion, an ill advised move um, about halfway through the race kind of ended your night. Um, Talk a little bit about about South Boston on Saturday, especially after coming off that win at Caraway on, on Wednesday night. Yeah, I knew it going into South Boston. It was going to be an uphill battle for sure. Um, you know, we went tested and just I've really never felt comfortable there since they repaved it, you know, with having the car driving right and having the speed that we I feel like we need. And so after we tested, I just, like I said, didn't feel good. And then I wasn't able to go to the racetrack Friday. And then uh, – 
Saturday, you know, with very limited practice. Just one of the days, again, where you don't get it dialed in and, you know, just bad day goes worse, I felt like. You know, it just seemed like nothing went right for us, whether it was in the pits or on the racetrack. I mean, it was just one of them deals, you know, and, and you know, pack and just kind of hanging on. We made a huge there halfway just because what we were going wasn't working. We had to do something. I didn't feel like we could get any. So we made a big change, but that only lasted for about a lap and a half until uh, one car made a head move and spun out in front of the field. Yeah. And in my night. Jared, uh, one thing that I did want to talk about, and obviously the, the second leg of that Triple Crown takes place in a couple of weeks at a, at a track that the last time you went to, uh, you hoisted the trophy at the Hampton Heat 200 uh, a year ago. And, Obviously, you're running a limited schedule, but 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 this Triple Crown, these three races, obviously on there, you, you got to be excited. You got to be uh, really looking forward to going back to Langley here in a couple of weeks to defend that Hampton Heat win from a year ago. Oh yeah, I'm always excited to get back to Langley. Um, you know, I feel like uh, I was so worried last year that I was going to break my good qualifying streak there and and then run bad too. But luckily, it turned around to be the opposite. So. Uh, I've had very good luck and very good success there, so hopefully we can maintain that and carry it on to, to that race. It'd be big. I mean, I was really hoping to capitalize on South Boston's past weekend and have a good finish there. And hope to capitalize on a, on the uh, Triple Crown that we finished second in the past two years, uh, you know, but I don't think that's going to happen now with the DNF at South Boston, so all we can go do is just try to win at Langley and have a good run, try to win at Martinsville. Two tracks that you've been very good at the last few years in both Langley and Martinsville. But talk a little bit, without giving away too many secrets, uh, obviously Langley's a racetrack that, that, that's pretty aggressive on tire wear. Um, talk a little bit about do you have a strategy that, that, that you go into? I mean, I know it's still a couple of weeks out, but do you do you have a game plan or a strategy in your head of, of how you've got to manage that 200-lap race in a couple of weeks? Yeah, um, I think, you know, which a lot of the strategies don't really come into play till the day of the race once we figure out, you know, how, what the tire deal is going to be, what the competition cautions are as far as pit strategy stuff. But, you know, just as far as driving strategy, man, it's just like any other race, you know, you got to have a fast car, you got to conserve your tires and, and just put yourself in a good situation. So when it does come time to make pit stops and make the right adjustments when you put tires on and fuel and all that and to uh, have a shot at the end. Well, we're talking about two weeks from now, uh, the, the the Hampton Heat at Langley, uh, Larry King Law's Langley Speedway up in Hampton, Virginia. But um, when you get to the racetrack uh, in a couple of weeks, uh, you're going to have, uh, have a new address, and it'll be one that's a little bit further south than where you're at. I uh, just want to give you an opportunity, um, obviously very proud of your wife, Katie, and what she's doing uh, with her career, but but you're getting ready to uh, to move from uh, Jacksonville-ish area, North Carolina, all the way to Jacksonville, Florida, man. That's going to make for quite the uh, quite the travel bill for uh, Jimmy Moore and to get you up back and forth to run that 14, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it definitely will. Um, yeah, it's, it's definitely a unique situation I'm putting in, I feel like. Uh, Luckily, my wife has studied hard and done everything right to put herself in a good situation with her career. And uh, so now her career leads us on to a new journey and 
new state. So um, looking forward to moving and also continue racing with Jimmy and, and my dad and everybody on the 14 car. So it definitely makes it a little bit more challenging, which kind of I've been in preparations for that last six months to a year, really, you know, since I moved away from the shop and been further away, it's been a little bit harder to, uh, to put my hands on it, but we've, we've made it work. And, you know, that like, I guess six months ago, we found out we we're going to Florida. So, um, you know, just trying to get everything kind of how it needs to be and, and to make the program racing program as best as it can be with the resources I have. Jared, we're talking about, you know, you've you've kind of scaled things back. Uh, obviously, winning a, a late bottle stock car championship a couple of years ago on the Cars Tour, you won you won a Super Championship, and then running that full time is obviously a different mentality. But you've transitioned. I mean, you've been transitioning really over the last year and a half into this this part time role. Do you feel like when you get to the racetrack, uh, obviously you, you've You've done a really good job preparation. Uh, we, we jokingly called you Big Money Jared there at the end of last year with a couple of the big wins that you guys did have running that limited schedule. Does your mindset, is it different knowing that you're only going to be in the car once, maybe twice a month as opposed to possibly every every weekend? Yeah, I think it is a little different. Um, for me, I feel a lot more comfortable with it. You know, obviously this weekend was such a different situation racing on Wednesday and having to turn around and be there Saturday. It was really hard. Um, but yeah, I feel like as far as me prepping for myself and, and racing, I think it's been really good. And, uh, two on the car, you know, make sure everything's right. Since, like I said, since I've been out of the shop and not been able to work on a car, like I want, man, I'm being a very hands-on. I like to be there, like to know what's going on, see what's going, what, what's getting worked on, what's, what's not, you know what I mean? And so we can try to make our program better. You know, it's been, that's been tough on me not to be there, but, um at the same time the, the part-time ish thing has been really good to kind of pick and choose the races that we want to want to go to you know go to some of the tracks that i enjoy and that race good and uh, skip some of the ones that you know that, that i'm not a big fan of and uh it just i don't know I just I, I like that schedule a lot better feel more relaxed and you know not so rushed on everything and um not everything's not demanded you know everything feels good like you know we're we're ready to go i feel like when we go to the racetrack and uh, just makes things, I feel like, go a little bit smoother. You know, it's if I was working on the car and I was there full-time and had somebody else with me, it'd be one thing to race full-time again and run 20-plus races like we did a couple of years ago. But it's so hard to do that nowadays. I mean, this weekend was a true test on us, you know, racing Wednesday and have a turnaround. And with my busy schedule with moving and my wife's graduation, stuff like that, you know, I wasn't able to be there and work on the car. So uh just wasn't wasn't prepared right i didn't feel like you know and some of that kind of falls back on me you know like i said just i like to be hands-on with it and and be able to work on that stuff so um it was tough but we'll move on and hit some more races coming up yeah that being said jared again when you do run a part-time schedule like you are running and then you basically have two very big races in in a four-day period and, and, and you know, like I don't know that there's a right or a wrong answer here, but but do you do you put more focus and more emphasis on on the Caraway race versus the South Boston race because one Caraway is a home track, a racetrack that you've won at, and then plus you know uh, not to take away from the NASCAR side because I think these big three races are obviously very prestigious, but winning a Cars Tour race is so hard. Do, do you basically put 
more of the eggs in the caraway basket and then just kind of, you know, go to South Boston with what you got? Or is or do you try to prepare for both of them evenly? Uh, well, you know, with the cards I've dealt this week, we kind of more in, in the South Boston basket. No, and that's where, you know, one of my weakest tracks, you know, I feel like I struggled at that place. So we, we put a little more emphasis on that place and went test on Tuesday and, and not we didn't go to caraway. Tuesday, you know, I felt like I had a pretty good notebook from last year, and and I got a really good feel of the race car for that place too, and uh, so so we put a little more emphasis on the South Boston deal to try to, you know, it's kind of one of my things with running this part-time schedule. We were going to tracks that I really like and tracks that I really want to get better at that we struggled at, yeah. and um, I feel like we've done a pretty good job at doing all that except for South Boston, man. South Boston still kicking my tail, so. Um, you know, luckily having a good solid notebook and, and good runs and a good feel for the car caraway, I felt a lot more comfortable going into that race than I did South Boston. So that's the only reason why I felt like put a little more emphasis. And then too, you know, trying to run the triple crown versus not running for points with a cars tour. I felt like it yeah. was kinda of more important to, to put a better put more time in it for South Boston. Yeah. Chatting with Jared Fryer on the G S X Raps hotline here on Stickered Up and Jared, I know that you got it might be kinda of tentative, but uh Obviously, not running full-time, running a part-time schedule. Obviously, we're going to see you at Langley here in a couple of weeks in the Hampton Heat as the defending champion. We know we're going to see you at Martinsville. Where else can fans expect to see Jared Fryer and Jimmy Moore in racing pop up here in the remainder of 2023? Do you have a schedule, or is it just kind of a play-by-ear thing? Well, I really haven't put anything together yet after the triple after Langley. Uh, I was kind of waiting to see you know, when some of the bigger money races come up. You know, It's going to pop up a month or two before they uh they announced things so was kind of hoping to hit that but i think we're gonna probably go run some more car store races here and there when, when we can just just pick and choose man and just have fun you know go race you know when orange when you put on the big race orange county that's one of my favorite racetracks that i always like to go to and they don't seem like we get an opportunity to go there with the with the full late model four barrel package rules and uh, on top of that we get race for big money so hit things like that you know we hit hit some local races last year in the beginning of this year. So just trying to do some of that and, like I said, race at the tracks I like and uh, feel like that we run good at. Just go ahead and tell Jimmy to circle September the 30th on his calendar. 125-lap race at Orange County Speedway, Cars Tour Rules, second annual uh, Orange Blossom Shootout presented by Pereira Tank Lines. And uh, you can run that four-barrel, run that full late-model package at a racetrack that you really like. Hey, yeah, that's uh, that's definitely going to be one on there, yeah. <laughs> especially if I got something left after Martinsville. Right on, Jared. I know it takes a ton of people to to get you to the racetrack, even more so now uh, that that you're not doing the full hands on that you've been accustomed to. Want to give you an opportunity before I let you go to thank those people that get the race car to the racetrack to you each and every week. Yeah, man. Uh, just can't thank Jimmy Morn enough for giving me an opportunity and giving me all the right equipment to uh, to be in these situations to run good and, and win races. And uh, everybody at AK Performance for getting the car ready and uh, everything they do at the shop and the racetrack. And then obviously my mom and dad and my wife for being super supportive and helping me every way they can. Um, Eaton Mobile Homes, um, our, our uh, Swift Springs, Davis Long and Landcare, um, my sponsor Tony for sticking with me and doing such a good job. And uh, man, everybody else that, that has a hand in this deal to make it all happen. There's definitely a lot of people behind the scenes that that helped me get to the racetrack, and I can't thank them enough. 
Well, Jared, I know a lot of eyes will be on you in a couple of weeks at Langley for the running of the Hampton Heat, the defending champion. Best of luck to you, man, and uh, go grab you a couple more checkered flags, man. We'll get get you back on here to talk about it. Congratulations to you and Katie on the on the exciting news about her journey that starts in Jacksonville, Florida. And uh, like I said, man, just give me a call, man. We'll fly down and play some golf down there in Jacksonville, Florida. Heck, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited about moving down there. It's definitely going to make a little more traveling for me, but, you know, new experience in life. And uh, Katie's got a lot of bright things in her future, so it'll be, be fun uh, two years down there. Sounds good. Jared, best of luck to you at Langley, and uh, we'll chat with you soon, bud. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. That's Jared Fryer, driver of the number 14 for Jimmy Moore in racing on the late model stock car side. Brandon Willard has the caution flag out. We'll take this opportunity. Come down pit road. Stick her up. We return. We'll preview this weekend's action at Wake County Speedway and the GSX Raps 100. You're listening to the Stickered Up Podcast. Stickered Up, official podcast of the Cars Tour. We're all familiar with the term batteries not included. Well, that does not apply to Volt Battery distributed by Meredith Battery. They're all about batteries. Meredith Battery has Volt Batteries for all applications, including auto, marine, commercial, golf cars, power sport, and motorsport. Meredith Battery of Anderson, South Carolina. Their Volt Battery customers are frequent visitors to Victory Lane at your local short tracks in the southeast each and every week. For more information and to buy your next Volt Battery, contact the team at 864-226-9099. 864-226-9091 and on Facebook and Instagram. Volt Battery distributed by Meredith Battery, the official battery of the Cars Tour and the Stickered Up Podcast. Perrier Tank Lines, a trucking company run by drivers for drivers. For over three generations, Perrier has been leading in driver happiness, client satisfaction, and safety. They love trucking, family, and racing. As a Perrier driver, you'll earn up to $100,000 per year plus exceptional benefits, including exclusive access to Perrier racing events. Enjoy flexible scheduling, career path opportunities, zero split seating, and much more. Visit driveperrier.com to learn more. Practice. Race. Performance Racing Warehouse, home of the PRW chassis. They feel the thrill of victory and agony of defeat with every customer. With a cutting-edge, track-tested chassis, they know what it takes to build a race-winning machine. The PRW chassis has a proven track record of wins and championships that speak for themselves. When you're ready to take your performance to the next level, come visit Performance and let them get you in victory lane. Online at performancecenter.com. Also, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or TikTok. And you can call Performance Racing Warehouse at 704-838-1400. Hey, this is Connor Hall, driver of the number 77 Chad Bryant late model, and you're listening to the Stickered Up Podcast. White flag this edition of the Stickered Up Podcast, the official podcast of Solid Rock Carriers Cars Tour. Pro late models in action this weekend. Saturday, one-day show, Wake County Speedway, America's favorite bull ring for the running of the GSX Raps 100. Uh, trailer parking and hauler parking start at 11.15 on Saturday morning. Uh, pro late model practice will start promptly at 2 o'clock. They'll have an hour session from 2 to 3. Then they'll have um, a second session for 30 minutes from 3.15 to 3.45. Local division practice from 3.45 to 4.15 which includes Legend Cars and the Charger Division at Wake County Speedway. 
Final pro late model practice will be from 415 to 445. Grandstands, trackside gate open at 5 o'clock. Chargers and Legends practice and qualifying will take place from 515 to 615. Single car qualifying for the pro late models takes uh, action, takes place on track at 615. Uh, Pre-race ceremonies, green flag will fly at 7 o'clock for the Charger race. Cars tour introductions at 730 and the green flag for the GSX Raps 100. Brandon Willard will wave that at 740 on Saturday night at Wake County Speedway. Uh, Admission this weekend in advance is $18 at carsracingtour.com, $20 day of the show. Children 12 and under get in absolutely free. If you can't get to Wake County this weekend, you can check out check out all the action on flowracing.com. Taking a quick look at the entry list heading into this weekend. Currently 11 pro late models on, on tap to be on the property on Saturday afternoon. They include Kyle Campbell, George Phillips, Tristan McKee, Rusty Skews, Ashton Higgins, Austin McDonald, Giovanni Ruggiero, Joshua Horniman, Logan Jones, and then the uh, points leader, Katie Hedinger, and our most recent winner, Caden Quapple. Those are the 11 cars that have pre-entered. Uh, cars Tour is uh, expecting a couple of more late entries here in the coming days heading into this weekend's festivities at Wake County Speedway. want to thank those folks that help Stickered Up come to you each and every week. Our friends at Pereer Tank Lines, Performance Center Racing Warehouse, Volt Battery Technologies, GeoCut, GSX Wraps, and as always, our friends here at Broadcasting Experts for making us sound so good each and every week. Dave Perkins and Morgan Patrick, and also want to thank our guest, the most recent winner on Cars Tour Late Model Stock Car Side, Mr. Jared Fryer, driving for Jimmy Mooring Racing. That's the checkered flag on this edition of the Stickered Up Podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Dunn. Be sure to share this podcast. New episodes of Stickered Up will be available wherever you download your podcasts. Oh, yeah.